This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 277. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, welcome back to the Colored Pencil Podcast. John here, I am your host. All right, let's go ahead and dive right in here. I've got another in our question call-in series, so here is today's question. Hi, John. It's Jessica from Cleveland. The thing I wanted to ask you about is um, photographing my artwork. It seems like whatever I do, the photograph just doesn't look quite right, and I'm not really interested in purchasing an expensive camera. Is there a good, cheap way? to set up the lighting and my cell phone to take a good picture of my artwork. All right. Thank you so much, Jessica, from my home state in Ohio here in Cleveland. Really appreciate the question today. This is a common one that comes up from time to time. How can I use my cell phone to get a good enough image of my artwork? And is that even possible to take my cell phone and use it in this way to get a good enough image to reproduce this this image of my artwork so that I can create a high quality proof or print of this image so that I can create maybe even a clay from this or uh, you know a high quality print and uh, can I get it big enough uh, the questions go on and on with this kind of thing and I think that this one is simple enough for us to just understand that, you know, I want to use my cell phone and I want to take an image of my artwork and is that good enough? All right. I don't want to buy an expensive camera. Now, I can understand that. Now, I I do have a little bit better camera for stills that I use and it takes high quality images in RAW and I'm able to uh, reproduce my artwork using that camera if I choose to do that. Now, that's not the way that I choose to recreate my artwork for uh, printing images from. Now, I stay tuned next week, and I'll talk about that specifically. I'm going to tell you the very best way to reproduce your artwork into a digital format, and it's not using an expensive camera. Okay, it's not our solution today either, but it's an entirely different topic, and we'll talk about it. All right, it's very affordable, by the way. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about next week's show. Let's talk about using your cell phone now to recreate this image that you've worked on for so long, and now it's time to reproduce it. How can you use this pocket camera, which you know takes incredible pictures now? Well, here's one thing to consider. If you have a modern cell phone, if you've got a smartphone, an Android one of the latest versions of Android and one of the latest versions of your iPhone, you're able to reproduce this image without any problem whatsoever. Okay, so I'm going to tell you in a nutshell then how to do this, and then I'll, you know, I'm just going to give you an overview, and then I'll recap and fill in the blanks for you. Here's how to do that. There are some settings on your phone that you have to have in place. You have to pay attention to the lighting. You need a tripod and a timer um, and maybe something else. We'll talk about it. And then you've got to have an even picture plane. 
and then some editing software. Now, before you start thinking that sounds very overwhelming and very difficult to do, it's not. Let me break this down and we'll unpack each part of this. Okay, let's talk about the settings for your phone then. Do not use the HDR mode. Take the HDR mode off while you're shooting your artwork. Now, I know a lot of people like to shoot in the HDR mode, but take it off for your artwork. You want to be in control of any high dynamic range that uh, the camera is trying to do. You want to be able to control and edit, manipulate any of those levels. So don't allow the phone to do that. All right, here's the, here's the next option. Shoot in RAW format. Now, my Android cell phone shoots in RAW format. Yours probably does as well. And don't use a flash. If you can't get it in RAW format, then use a JPEG. That's perfectly fine. But use the highest quality setting, the largest image possible with that JPEG image. Okay? All right. That's the first thing that we, we want to do with our cell phone. Next, the lighting. We want to make sure that we have complete control over the lighting. Okay. Now, there's a lot of people will advocate for, oh, go outside when it's a, a cloudy, uh, an overcast day and there's plenty of light out, you know, and it's not direct sunlight and that kind of thing. And I, I can understand wanting to do that. I understand where that advice comes from. And you, you look up some YouTube videos and it's one of the first things they're going to say is, oh, go outside on an overcast day and uh, take an image of your artwork. I can understand all of that. My that's not my preference. What I would prefer doing, and if if that's all you've got, and if you have to rely on whenever the weather uh, is the exact condition that you need and the time of day is right, then you have that small window of opportunity to go out and do this, then I guess that's what you're stuck with. But I can tell you that the uh, the method for creating an even lighting situation is probably a lot simpler than what you may think. Take your artwork. The artwork needs to be in some area where you know it's going to be exactly parallel or at an angle that you can always rely on. You know where it's going to uh, be every single time. You know the angle. You know uh, if it's going to be parallel, maybe on a wall, something like that. What I'm getting at is you need an area that you have dedicated and you say, this is where I'm going to shoot my artwork every single time. And then you work on all of these settings and then you don't have to guess about everything or recalibrate everything each time you go and have to take your uh, another picture of your artwork. So the best thing to do is have a wall, a little dedicated space where you're going to take the artwork, the picture of the artwork. So you put this up on the wall and uh, use sticky tack or use use something where you're not encroaching on the picture plane for the artwork, where you're not covering any part of the surface, if that's possible. So sticky tack, uh, I don't I don't know, something to get it in the right spot. And I think that sticky tack would probably work um, if it's on a canvas or something like that, then. Maybe uh, you have uh, some type of, of uh, nail hook in place, uh, but 
something where you know you can rely on whatever it is to not fall and uh, just stay there in the same spot every single time. Next, the lighting. We don't have to rely on a cloudy day and the right time of day to go take our artwork if we've got it on a wall. Instead, we can set up lights on both sides of the, the artwork. So at a 45 degree angle to the right and a 45 degree angle to the left. The best option is an LED panel light. Now the measurement you'll need for that is around um, 13 to 18 inches uh, in diameter and even larger. The larger you can get them, the better. Keep it within the Kelvin scale of daylight so that you have a very nice temperature, not warm or cool, so that you don't have a lot of orange or a lot of blue getting into your artwork. You want to control the temperature of the bulbs. So if that's possible with some other bulb type or fixture like a clamp light or something like that, then you can explore that option. But I'm telling you the best scenario is to use panel LED lights and they're on a tripod of some sort. They're, they're uh, on a stand that's adjustable where you can control horizontally and vertically. And so you set them in one spot and you forget it, or at least you know exactly where they're located. So take a tape measure and you'll need to measure the distance from the wall to where the light is on both sides. And you wanna measure from the floor to where the light is vertically right so you want to make sure that you've controlled that and that the distance between both of the lights shining from the right and left on your artwork is exactly the same there's no variation all right now you can go over there to the wall when your artwork isn't on the wall and you can test by putting your finger placing one finger on the wall and see if you see a shadow that looks a little bit skewed. Is it darker on one side, casting on one side, than the other? There's going to be a cast shadow on both the right and the left, right? So you can kind of tell that way. Okay, that's kind of good. That's kind of a good way to calibrate it. But a better way would be to go back to your cell phone now, put your cell phone on a tripod, and have it exactly in the center. And you want to measure that with a tape measure as well. And the picture plane needs to be um, parallel. Now we'll go over that in just a moment. But here's how to test to see, once you've got it set up, if one of those lights is emitting too much brightness or something else in the room, like a window or something else, is emitting too much light. And you don't want that. You want to control everything. You want it in a dark room, preferably, with only these lights on. But here's what you'll do. Take your cell phone, take the shot, and then uh, just have a blank wall. And then go to your photo editing program. You can use Snapseed or something like that on your phone. Just go in your phone, turn it to black and white, and then posterize it or convert it somehow where you're hyping up the contrast in some way and the exposure up or down. And you're going to see whether or not you have a dark spot or a, and, or, and or a bright spot. That will tell you better than probably anything else if... You don't have some even lighting going on. Okay, it may be that you need uh, a couple of lights on, on both sides of the, of the artwork, but probably not. Okay, 
If you've got them spaced out far enough and you've got that 45 degree angle, that's the approach that they're, they're using to hit the artwork, then you're going to reduce glare coming back to the lens of the camera. That's what we're trying to get rid of. Okay. So that's all about the lighting right there. Um, and, and I think that that probably, I hope that makes sense. All right. So the tripod and the timer. So let's talk about that. So you'll want a cheapo tripod. Doesn't have to be fancy, but you'll also want, uh, I think my preference would be to have a, at least a timer on your phone, use the timer, or you can use a, um, a universal phone tripod mount adapter. And that's, that's what I've done. So you can have a remote shutter control on your uh, phone that's being held in place by this remote or by this uh, tripod mount adapter. And so you, you hold this little remote and you can click the button and it will open and release the shutter so that you uh, collect that image. That would be the best scenario. So a tripod and a, a, a phone adapter mount for a tripod. All right, so say you don't have the uh, remote shutter controller on it. If you don't have the remote shutter control on it, then activate your timer on your phone. So on the phone's camera, you've got a timer on there. So I would activate a 10-second timer or a 2-second timer, something like that. 10 seconds would be ideal. This way, you can activate the shutter It'll have time to reduce any kind of shake that you may have accidentally caused to the camera, and then it will release and uh, capture uh, through the shutter. That would be the ideal situation for the tripod. All right. Now, let's talk for a second, though, about an even picture plane. So even before you take the picture, probably should have talked about this a moment ago, but that's okay. You want to make sure that your phone is exactly parallel. So the picture plane needs to be parallel from the artwork to the collector or the lens of your phone, right? So how do you do this? How do you accomplish that? Well, never use the zoom on your cell phone. Don't ever, 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 ever use that because it's a digital zoom. So it's making up information. It's not accurate. So position your tripod where you can fit one corner of the artwork to the corner of the cell phone's display screen without overlapping it at all. And that will give you, you know, it forms that right angle, correct? Right there in the corner. And then you, you know that you've got it lined up. That's okay if it overlaps on the opposite corner. If you, um, I mean, not overlaps, but you can see some of the wall surrounding the artwork. That's okay. As long as it's not much, but it'll help you to line up that artwork and then you can crop that later. But you just have to make sure that your screen corner is absolutely 100% flush with the surface of that picture plane. So it needs to be uh, exactly flush with that corner uh, of the artwork. Hope that makes sense. All right, so let's talk quickly then about the editing software very, very briefly. Um, Snapseed app is my favorite. That's one that I would highly recommend. I also use uh, Photoshop Express and sometimes a combination of those two because one will do what the other won't and vice versa. So find a combination suite of 
apps that you think you can use to calibrate this and to make it look exactly like your artwork in person. So when you're looking at your artwork and you're looking at that digital representation, then you can go ahead and calibrate that to make it match exactly what you're seeing in person. All right, this is totally, totally doable. Once you've got that set, then you can save the artwork, convert it to a JPEG, because I've shot it in RAW, so I can manipulate and change it as much as I need to so that I can control what it looks like so it looks exactly like my original artwork. All right, come back next week, and I'm going to talk about the very best way to get a digital representation, a digital picture of your artwork. All right, keep the questions coming in. I love it. You can go over to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast over on the right-hand side. There's a little banner over there and click on that. You'll have an opportunity to record a question for me or you can phone it in 513-301-0005. This is a weekly show. So until next week, take care and stay sharp. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.